What's up, beautiful people? It's your girl, Tanash, and guess what, y'all? I got y'all all to myself. We are going to talk Browns Bengals. We are going to talk Celtics Heat. But before we get into all that good stuff, make sure you guys follow me on Twitter and Instagram. You, you can follow me at Miss Tanash. That's M-Z-D-A-N-A-C-H-E. Now that we got those formalities out the way, let me geek a little bit about the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Boys, do I get excited every time they release their list of nominees. And then when they go down and release their finalists, I just like, I don't know, that whole process is exciting to me. Don't judge me. Shut up. Anyway, first year eligibles led by Peyton Manning. We all know that's a no-brainer. He's definitely getting in. Calvin Johnson, Jared Allen, Logan Mankins, Charles Tillman, Charles Woodson, no-brainer. He's definitely getting in. Wes Welker, Roddy White, Steven Jackson, Gerard Mayo. Additional noms, Tiki Barber, Willie McGinnis. Listen, whoever voting, make sure Willie get a damn jacket. Okay? Okay. Chad Johnson, Reggie Wayne, Dallas Clark, Asante Samuel, Richard Seymour, and David Akers, just to name a few. To all my fellow pro football Hall of Fame geeks or just football fans in general, email us at podcast under review at gmail and let us know who you want to see in that jacket. All right. Listen, Jeremy and I made a pick that the Bengals were going to win because the Browns stink. And I did get some DMs. I did get some emails mostly from OBJ fans, couple Baker Mayfield friends. But guys, I made the pick. I was wrong. Browns ended up winning 35 to 30. But I said what I said. I know I'm hard on the Browns, but that's because they have stunk in the past. And until they prove me wrong, it is what it is. It was a great game last night. Crazy freaking game. If you missed it because you thought it was going to be a shit show, better watch some highlights. I don't know what to tell you. I know I was hyped off of Joe Burrow. Even though he is a rookie, he places the ball where it needs to be. Whether his receivers catch it or not, that's a different story. He He puts on the Jets when he gets to running. I mean, the kid is fun to watch. Baker Mayfield must have heard me talking crazy because he showed up. If Kevin Stefanski's Browns can consistently play the way they did last night, I'm going to chill out a little bit. Miles Garrett made a big play on that forced fumble in the third, uh, allowed the Browns to put some more points on the board. Joe Woods' defense, are they balling? Or was Joe Burrow's offensive line just a hot mess? Or was it a combination of both? Nick Chubb had him a day, okay? 22 rushes, 124 yards, two touchdowns. And it's not including what Kareem Hunt did. I think they rushed for over a total of 200 yards. Guys, listen, I said this on the first episode. To me, they have one of the best one-two punches when it comes to running backs in the NFL. And once you get that ground game going, it opens up the playbook to do so much more. OBJ was hot. I mean, listen, like I said, if they can do this consistently, I'm going to shut my mouth. 
Bengals offensive line just couldn't hold up long enough for Joe Burrow to hold on and let that thing really fly. A.J. Green was targeted 13 times and nothing. I don't know what that was about, but Bengals run game was non-existent. Burrow had over 300 yards. It was it was better than I expected. Anyway, moving on to more consistent quarterback, Russell Wilson, man. So y'all remember when I said Russell Wilson was underrated and Jeremy was talking all that rah-rah and telling me opposite, blah, 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 whatever he was saying. I ain't had time because we on like, you know, a lot of time slots, but I got time today. All right. Russell Wilson is disrespected as a quarterback. He's top tier. And people got to start putting some respect on his name. I ain't going to bore you with some stats, but Russell Wilson joined Steve Young as the only player with 30,000 passing yards and 4,000 rushing yards. I mean, in case you missed the tweet that he put out, who else is doing that? During the 2019 season, Russell Wilson completed 341 passes, career high, for 4,110 yards, the sixth most among all quarterbacks in the league. Threw for 31 touchdowns, the third most, and had a passer rating of 106.3, the fourth highest. He also produced five game-winning drives, tied for the most in the league, and four fourth-quarter comebacks. Guys, and this is only in 2019, all right? We know, we've seen with our own eyes what this dude could do. We've seen with our own eyes what he can do without the Legion of Boom. And he doing this with who? Name Russell Wilson's receivers. Best receivers. I'll wait. Y'all better not say no Percy Harvin either. And that's no disrespect to him. But we know he did not translate in Seattle. It just didn't. Doug Baldwin, he's good. But let's be honest, y'all ain't checking for him. Golden Tate, he's another dope receiver. But let's be honest, y'all ain't checking for him. Like I said, Russell Wilson makes it happen. Okay, boy went to the Super Bowl twice early on in his career. He makes it happen. Anyway, Patriots, baby. Oh, yeah, I thought I was going to talk about them. Come on. It's my favorite team. Always going to talk about them. They fun to watch. And no brainer. I'm going to say they AFC East champs, but I'm going to say they're going to make noise in the AFC. I know they overshadowed right now by the Ravens and the Kansas City Chiefs, but don't sleep. That's all I'm going to say. Don't sleep. Anyway, conference finals are here, y'all. And we all know what happened between the Clippers and the Nuggets. I ain't even going to talk about the Clippers too much or kill them because the whole world is killing the Clippers right now, okay? But the Nuggets played their ass off. They definitely did. But Kawhi aside, did y'all see that Paul George post-game press conference? And he said whatever BS he said about make or bust or whatever BS he said, bro. (laughs) What type of BS is that? I ain't never heard that. I never heard that. Never heard a player with such high expectations come out and say no dumb stuff like that. Paul George must like losing. He must like losing because I can't even. There's no explanation to that. Anyway, Lakers fans, LeBron fans, don't think y'all sweeping the Nuggets. 2020 been a wild year. What I am going to pay attention to is what the luck the Lakers are going to do with Jamal Murray. Can the Lakers hold the Joker? Absolutely. They have all the pieces to slow him down. No brainer. But don't sleep on him either. If the Nuggets are coming off a team high from what they've been doing the entire postseason, 
definitely see this game going to game five or game six. I still got the Lakers in the finals, but shit, anything could happen at this point. Heat versus the Celtics. Boy, the Heat are freaking relentless. Celtics have four blown double-digit leads. Like, are the Celtics in trouble? Celtics were killing the Heat in the paint early on. But y'all, great adjustment by Coach Eric when the Heat switched to some zone defense. Like, and the Celtics just... I don't know. He came back from being down 17 points. Bam finished strong with 21 points. Kimball Walker finished with 23 points. Jalen and Tatum had 21 points, but it just still wasn't enough. Great game. That game was crazy. Uh, it's 2-0. Heat fans, I, I, I know. My boy a Heat fan, and he is just like not stopping. It's, it's feeling very familiar for the Heat fans, right? Let's see what happens. Um... Let's just get to some questions, man. Question from Joe Mack. Who is more under pressure to perform, Bill Belichick or Tom Brady? That's a good question, Joe. Uh, What I will say is, if you would ask me when Tom Brady was in his prime or when the Patriots were in their prime, and if Tom Brady just left abruptly, I would say something more dramatic, right? Because I feel like when people ask this question, it's like, who's better? At this point of their careers, they're both solidified. I mean, let's not act like these guys aren't legends we both know what they can do well we both know what Belichick can do with and without Brady uh let's not forget Belichick won two rings with the Giants even though he wasn't the head coach he was on that defensive coaching staff we all know what Belichick could do without Brady we know as the head coach of the Cleveland Browns, his record was terrible we know when Brady was hurt and Matt Castle took over Patriots Still had a winning record. The guy's a football genius. Shoot, the guy knows so much about football, he might as well have created the freaking football league, right? He is a walking encyclopedia. He is a genius for a reason. He's one of the best coaches in football that we have ever seen. Now, switching to Brady, listen, all that system quarterback talk, dead that. Brady looks so comfortable in a totally brand new offense with no preseason. Okay, Brady's first drive was effortless. Even though they didn't win, he managed to rally the troops and not get blown out the water. There's nothing systematic about that. He's going to do what he does. Let's not act like Brady came out the gate swinging either when Bledsoe got hurt, right? He was cool. He was good, respectively. And then he grew into being the legend that he is. It is what it is. Isn't this not the same Tom Brady that that everybody says has high football IQ? The same Tom Brady that everybody says is one of the can read defenses like no other? Like, so stop it. Mom and dad broke up. They've gone their separate ways. They were together a good 18, 19, 20 years. They're going to shine. They're going to do their own thing. And they'll be just fine. It's up to them to prove me wrong, but they'll be just fine. Laker girl says, who is winning the finals? Well, Laker girl, when it comes to the NBA, let's see who makes the finals. I definitely want to put the Lakers in there. But like I said, 2020, anything can happen. And I'm enjoying the Eastern Conference finals like you guys. Uh, I'm a fan of the East right now, and it's hard for me to really pick. I'm curious to see how this is going to play out. I'm super excited. Kevin R says, who do I have winning the Super Bowl? Or what two teams do I see going to the Super Bowl? 
Well, Kev, I usually don't make my Super Bowl picks till week three or four, to be honest. That's just how I always get down. If I absolutely have to pick, AFC's the Chiefs, NFC nobody yet. But I'll get back to that. Three or four weeks is when I usually make my Super Bowl predictions. David F. says, I need a defense for fantasy. Can you do fantasy more often? Well, David, unfortunately, this isn't like a pure fantasy podcast. I just throw fantasy out there because I play fantasy. Fantasy is fun. Uh, Stardom pick'ems. Stardom sit-ems. I'm sorry. It's something fun. Weekly pick'ems is fun. I usually do a pick'ems, a pool at work. So, I mean, I can definitely start incorporating that a little bit more if we have the time to do so. As far as defenses for your fantasy, I would say pick the Chiefs up against the Rams. Uh, You got Tyrod Taylor. The Chiefs were relentless against Deshaun Watson. So um, Tyrod Taylor may have some problems and he's going to have to be um, more air friendly against that Chiefs defense. And that's that's that might prove difficult. So Chiefs versus the Rams, if you don't have them. If they're available, that could be a good pick. Tampa against Carolina. Bucks defense have the capability to force Teddy Bridgewater to make some turnovers or have that Carolina team make some turnovers. Don't get it twisted. Teddy Bridgewater is not some simp quarterback. So that's another interesting pick. Oh, this is an excellent question from Stacy. Doc Rivers is my favorite coach of all time. I feel like he is one of the greatest coaches in the NBA. After all, he helped my Celtics get a ring. When me and my friends get into arguments over Doc, I get mad when people say he is overrated. Is Doc Rivers overrated or is he actually one of the greatest? Sis, I'm going to be real with you. One of the greatest too. Doc is awesome. He's an awesome man. He's a good coach. But Mm -mm. don't 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 do that don't do that outside of him helping the Celtics get a ring what's his legacy Doc has been coaching for like what 17 18 years 19 he's been coaching for a long time right in that 17 or whatever year span he's a little bit over 500 can't be the greatest coach with those numbers He's lost eight game sevens in his career, and three of which he had a three and one lead. Orlando Magic versus the Pistons, Clippers versus the Rockets, and Clippers versus the Nuggets. So I don't know how much more great you could be. Just walks off with that argument. Listen, guys, I appreciate all the support. It's been fun kicking it with y'all. I'm out. I'm going to catch you guys next Wednesday. Make sure you tune in, send all your questions, comments, whatever. Tweet me, DM me, email us, podcast under review at gmail.com. Later.